thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad to have you join us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for taking the time. And I tell you what, the Word won't disappoint you because the Word has help and answers for us. We have a studio audience in here and we're all ready to receive just like you at home. And so we invite you, uh, listen with the idea of becoming a student so that you can be a a better doer. We all are looking to be better doers of the Word. Amen. We've been teaching on the subject of praise and worship and the part that it plays in the life of faith. Because when you find a faith person, you just found a praiser. When you found a faith person, you found someone who's a worshiper of God. And we've been taking a statement that Brother Copeland has made that I so, so appreciate because it gives us so much light about uh, the role of praise and worship. And he makes this statement. He said, when you pray, you lay hold of things. But when you praise, you win battles. What's that mean? You become a partaker of the victory that's already yours when you praise. Amen. We've also been taking uh, something that God said to Brother Norval Hayes. I don't know if you ever got to hear that man preach, but I tell you what a blessing he was. And uh, he had a strong healing ministry. He taught wonderfully on the subject of faith. And uh, he also emphasized the flow and the place of worship in the life of faith. And so although this precious man of God has gone home to be with the Lord, we don't want to let the things that God said to him slip. Those revelations still belong to us and we need to be doers of them. And so I want to remind us of something that God said to Brother Norval Hayes and he said this. He said, my children basically love me, but they live in poverty and sickness and defeat. They don't live in heaven's blessings because they don't worship me enough. Now listen to that statement. There's a cause. He said, because, this is the cause of why some people don't experience all that heaven has made theirs. Even though it's their possession, they don't become a partaker of it. And uh, he said, God said to them, because they don't worship me enough. And I always like to clarify, God's not talking about us worshiping enough to earn something. It's already ours. But as we take time to worship him long enough to bring the anointing into manifestation, and then it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. And if we just take a few short moments and worship him, many times we don't ever step into that place of really being in the flow of our faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
because faith is in our spirit. When we worship, we don't want it to just be a flow of mental worship, but we want it to be something that flows out of our spirit. And sometimes you have to spend a little bit of time worshiping God before you get your tongue connected to your spirit. Could I say it that way? That it's not just connected to your mind. Uh, Things spoken out of the mind don't go far. But things that come out of your spirit hit the target every time. And so we have to worship long enough to get our tongues connected Mm -hmm. to our spirit because that's where our faith resides. And so as we worship, faith flows out. Uh Uh And then the power of God meets faith. The anointing of God meets faith. And that anointing is what destroys yokes. So let's say this, let's worship long enough to bring that power into manifestation. Amen. 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 God went on and he said to him, he said, teach my people to worship me more. This Mm -hmm. is what he told Brother Norville. Mm -hmm. Teach my people to worship me more. If we're not careful, we flip back into the way we used to operate instead of just stepping into the flow of worship when we're opposed. Many times when people are opposed, they step into worry. They step into that flow yeah. or they yield to the flow of fear right. when, they're, when they're faced with a difficulty. Right. You have to be taught so that you don't step into the wrong flow, Amen. that you yield to the right flow. Worship is the flow that yeah. God can manifest yeah. in. Yeah. Worship is the flow that God gets involved Amen. in. Amen. Amen. And, he, and so God said to Brother Norval, teach my people to worship me more. I'm their God and they're my children. If you'll teach my children to worship me more, I will do great and mighty things for them. Amen. Amen. So great and mighty things belong to worshipers. Those are the ones who are going to become partakers of what God has made theirs. Um, Now we know this, that in Psalm 34 verse one, it tells us this, It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Look at this. I will bless the Lord. It's a choice in my will. It's not about what I feel like. Because when circumstances show up, you might not feel like anything but paying attention to circumstances. But in the face of of circumstances, we have a choice to make. Uh And the choice is still ours. Regardless of whether we feel like it or not, I will. I will. I will bless the Lord. Look at this. At all times, not just at the times when things are favorable, but at the times when things are out of place. What I'm going to do, I'm still going to bless the Lord during that time. There are times in our life that if we look to the, just the natural mental arena, we would say, I don't know what to do. But this verse shows us what to do at all times. I will bless the Lord at all times. Why? Because if I do, I release my faith. And when my faith is flowing, I can also receive what God has for me. That's why blessing the Lord is so important because at all times, it will keep us in the flow of being able to receive from God, hearing what God would say to us. It's when we're in faith that we hear, right? Uh, And so as, as we worship and praise God, we are releasing our faith. Amen. 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 And so it says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Mm -hmm. And then look at the next phrase. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Notice this, continually. A spiritual habit of a lifestyle of praising and worshiping God. As we praise, we become a partaker of what we're already in possession of. The inheritance of Christ. 
that belong, what belongs to us because we're in Christ. Mm -hmm. uh, healing, prosperity, joy, victory, wisdom, mm -hmm. all these things, righteousness that belong to us. Yeah. They're our present possession as yeah. a child of God. Amen. But now we're to partake of what we possess. Yes. And praising is what be, turns us into partakers. Amen. Amen. And uh, so that's why his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Then yes. I'm continually partaking Amen. of what he made mine. Amen. Did you get that? Yes. As his praise is continually in my mouth, then I am continually partaking Amen. of the right flow of the things that he has made mine. Now, we are to praise God, not just simply in a church setting or uh, a, a, a teaching setting, a conference, a crusade. Mm -hmm. It's to be the flow of our home. Right. If his praise is to be continually in our mouth, that means in our home, his praise is in our mouth. Yeah. Continually in our home, as we carry out our duties, right. as we go about our daily work, mm -hmm. let's put that spiritual habit in place yes. of worshiping and praising God. Yes. Now, if you're around a, a bunch of people, you don't want to be doing it out loud because you draw attention to yourself in the wrong right. way. But you can, if I could say this under your breath, you can yes. with your attention still have it turned on God. Yes. Right in the midst of a busy room, yes. you can do that. Yes. Amen. Yes. It's to be the flow of our daily lives. Yes. As we do, we find such favor with God yes. that He will bless us beyond anything that we've imagined. Amen. 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 I want you to turn with me to Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. And this is the Amplified Classic Translation that I want to read this out of Hebrews 13 and verse 15. It reads, through him, meaning through Christ, yes. let, therefore let us constantly and at all times. Doesn't that sound a lot like Psalm 34? <laughs> at all times and continually. Here it says constantly and at all times. Offer up to God a sacrifice of praise. Yes. And you might say, well, Pastor Nancy, what's a sacrifice of praise? The next phrase tells us, mm -hmm. which is yes. the fruit of lips yes. that thankfully acknowledge and confess and glorify His yes. name. Yes. Now, how often, we are to, how often are we to do this? Constantly uh -huh. and at all times, right. in good times and in difficult yes. times. Amen. Amen. We're to acknowledge what he's done for us. Right. Why does he tell us to acknowledge? The Amplified says acknowledge, confess, and glorify his name. Why are we acknowledging, confessing, and glorifying his name? Because that causes us to partake right. of the victories already made ours. Right. Yeah. We're not trying to get something. We become a partaker of Amen. what we've already right. possessed. Yeah. Amen. 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 Um, <clears throat> heaven is a place of worship. Yes. Heaven is a place of praise. If you ever hear anyone's account of having gone to heaven, they will always talk about the glorious praise oh, and worship yes. that they heard. Many yes. times music with that. Right. But if someone starts praising in heaven, the next person yes. starts praising. Yeah. It becomes, it's the flow of that right. location. Right. Amen. Right. And so when we step into and make the flow of praise and worship a continual flow of our life, we stepped into heaven's atmosphere yes. because that's what heaven planned Amen. for us. Yes. I want to read to you out of Deuteronomy chapter 11 and verse 21. Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 21, it reads that your days may be multiplied, yes. not shortened, 
but multiplied. And the days of your children. In the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them. So in other words, where is it that our days are multiplied when we're where God told us to be? Amen. As we're standing on his word, feeding on his word, and we're where he tells us to be. In his plan is where multiplication of days lives. Amen. And so he said, in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them, look at this, as the days of heaven upon the earth. Yes. As the days of, of heaven upon the earth. God's plan for his children is that we live days of heaven while we're on yes. this earth. Yes. That we don't have to wait to go there before we live there. Right. Do you know this is Old Testament? Yep. You know what about New Testament? The Bible says it's a better covenant. Yes. It's a better covenant. Yes. Amen. So we're to have a heavenly atmosphere in our home, around our life. And how do we do that? Do what heaven does. Worship, praise, glorify. It is the atmosphere of heaven. And as we do that, we replicate heaven's atmosphere in our home and in our life. Far better than the atmosphere of fear. Far better than the atmosphere of depression a panic, anxiety, doubt. Amen. Our worship draws heaven because heaven recognizes that flow and heaven will get involved in that flow. Just think of the heavenly heavenly atmosphere that would be a part of the home that is constantly praising God and worshiping God and the lives that would be produced out of that home. The quality of the life produced out of that home. Think of the quality of the lives of children that would grow up in an atmosphere that holds this divine heavenly flow. That doesn't mean you cannot enjoy yourself by uh, having fun as a family. But what I'm saying is that it's a, it's a mindful, purposeful flow of that home. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, one of the things that we did, and we're able to do this because of the size of our building, is um, we, we, we bring our, our children, I believe it's uh, six years old and up, into the morning services on Sunday mornings. Because my thing is, is that I think it's important that the children see their parents worship God. I think it's important that they sit under their pastor and they learn their pastor. Thank God for teachers that would teach them in the classroom, but that's not a pastor. And I want the children to see uh, their pastor praise God. See their pastor worship God. See their family worship God together. I think it's important that heaven sees it. Amen. 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 This continued flow of praise and worship offers us the kind of life God wants for his children. That his praise is continually to be in our mouth. Listen, there are times we'll be faced with troubling situations and an atmosphere that will try to be changed to be conducive to a troubling situation. Mm -hmm. And you are authorized to refuse to let the wrong atmosphere around you. That's right. right. Amen. That's good. The atmosphere of heaven is a flow. Mm -hmm. And we can have that flow in our lives. I said we can have that flow. Do you know that when a difficult um, circumstance arises in life when a test or temptation comes, do you know that the flow of heaven is still not withdrawn from you? Mm. That's right. 
you can enter into the flow of heaven. Amen. Of the flow of praise and worship. Amen. It doesn't necessarily have to be loud to accomplish it, but you do have to be mindful. And it turns you mindful of the greater one. This is one of the greatest uh, things about continually having his praise in your mouth is because it keeps you continually mindful of him. And when we talk about this word continually, uh, we're not talking about 24 hours a day in the sense of you got to sleep some of the time, right? You're going to be eating some of the time. You're going to be conversing with somebody part of the time. It's talking about a lifestyle, a lifestyle. A troubled atmosphere can be changed in a moment mm-hmm. by entering into a flow of praise and yes. worship. Yes. That's good. You choose your flow. Amen. You choose your flow. That's right. You don't let circumstances choose your That's flow. Right. You choose your yes. flow. Right. You choose your atmosphere. I remember years ago, we were in the process of building uh, this current building that we're in our church building. And... Uh, um, this property was vacant. There was nothing on it at the time, and it was 22 acres altogether. And my husband was in the process of trying to secure the land, purchase the land. And God had told him that this was our property. You know, when God tells you, it just doesn't matter what anybody else says. <laughs> because the word, hearing from God anchors you. It keeps you from drifting into wrong thinking and wrong believing. And uh, a staff member that had been uh, working in the process of helping secure the land. Um, They got, if we could say this, in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they heard all the reports of of how it looked impossible for us to get the land. So one day he called me. And you could hear it. I mean, as soon as I picked the phone, Pastor Nancy, this has happened. They said we can't get it. And I mean, you could hear it in the voice. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I could have stepped into that flow if I wanted to. It was offered me. Uh you know, mm-hmm. but I've learned. Yes. And I said, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. What did God tell us yes. about that land? Amen. God told us that's our land. Yes. I know that you're dealing with hearing these words and you're having to deal with this situation in the yes. business side of yeah. it. But while you're dealing with it, don't forget what God that's said. Amen. And I said, it's going to happen. Don't worry about it. Don't be concerned. What they say has to change because God's already spoken. He's already said it. He goes, oh, that's right. Yeah. I mean, he, he stepped into the right flow. He heard, but I could have, if I could say this, I could have enhanced the wrong flow. It's like when there is a fire going you can either walk up to that fire with a can of gasoline or a can of water. And so many like the drama of what happens if you throw a can of gas on it. They like the explosion of that. But I tell you, it won't bless your life. It's better to put out those fires and have a flow of peace. How do you do that? Worshiping God, remembering what he said. Talk about what he said in the face of that. Choose the flow of heaven, of days of heaven on earth. I don't care what circumstances arise. The flow of heaven is never withdrawn from us. Amen. We're not to be troubled by a troubling atmosphere, Mm -hmm. by responding wrong, by responding out of our emotions, by responding out of the natural side of man, out of the mental side. Mm -hmm. If we respond from that place, we invite the wrong flow. 
but it will respond out of the place of faith. Right. Respond out of the place of what's in our heart. What did yeah. God say? Yeah. And praising and worshiping God helps you to keep connected to your heart yeah. right. where your faith That's resides. Amen. 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 Listen, Paul and Silas were thrown in a wrong, right. troubling atmosphere Amen. and they changed it for them. Right. They initiated the right flow. Yes. In Acts 16, after they'd been beaten and thrown in prison, it said they prayed and they sang praises. What are they doing? They're establishing the flow yes. that they would be a partaker of in a wrong, dark, difficult right. place. Right. I don't care how difficult the situation yeah. is. You establish the flow you choose. That's right. Amen. Amen. And we initiate a right flow in a dark hour yes. by praising and worshiping yes. God. Yes. Amen. Yes. Paul, Paul told us what he did at times when he was in prison. In Philippians 4, verse 4, it yes. says that he said, Rejoice in the Lord always, yes. and again yes. I say rejoice. Yes. He was telling us what he was doing right. in prison right. while he's writing this letter. Right. He's rejoicing. Yes. He's choosing his flow. Yes. I don't care what circumstance comes. It does not have the right to take your choice of flow right. from you. Amen. Now we have to be skillful right. at initiating the right flow. Right. Uh-huh. It's our privilege to do that, yeah. to gain skill. And as we worship, we enter into heaven's flow yeah. and yeah. we establish the right flow. And I tell you, it's so easy if you want to, to flip into back to the natural. And can I say this? It's the natural thing to do. Yeah, sure. It's the natural thing to do. So that's why we have to practice continually praising the Lord so we don't flip back into what's natural, but we stay in the flow that brings us into heaven on earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Worship not only creates an atmosphere of heaven, it also creates an atmosphere of faith. Yes, it does that you can yeah. sense faith uh-huh. in the atmosphere. Right. That's the thing I love when, we, when we've gone to uh, Eagle Mountain Church mm-hmm. there, International Church. Yeah. You get on the grounds of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. Yeah. You can sense the momentum oh, of yeah. faith yeah. in that yeah. place. It's tangible. Oh, yeah. it, will, uh, yeah. it, it, it causes your momentum sure. to step up. Yeah. Yeah. The atmosphere of faith there. Yes. You can have that for your life. You can have that for your home. You can have that in your church. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, part of this is I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Um, Our worship assists us in this moment, in this life of faith. When we talk about the momentum of faith, this is one of the things that I said to our staff and my family. When my husband unexpectedly went home to be with the Lord in October of 2013, I said to the staff, I said, we cannot lose the momentum of faith because we've got to get past so many hurdles at this time. There are so many challenges that are arising. We need faith moving. And we cannot slow it just because tragedy has struck. It's, it's not safe to lose the momentum of faith. Right. Amen. Have you ever seen, or you might even remember yourself when you were learning to ride a bike mm-hmm. and uh, maybe a parent or maybe you were helping your child learn to ride the bike. Yeah. They get on the bike and you're holding them there and you tell them, okay, 
you start pedaling and there for a minute you'll run along with them. You'll hold on to the seat. You're holding them steady. And their, temp their temptations, put down the feet, put down the feet, put down the feet. What, they're going to, what are they going to do? They're going to stop. So just keep pedaling. Just keep pedaling. And they might start pedaling, but they're pedaling slow. Baby, if you'll pedal faster, you won't fall. If you, if you go too slow, that's when the risk of falling comes. Why? Because if you're going so slow, there's not enough momentum. To keep it going and you can, you do like this right. and you end up falling over. Right. There's not enough momentum. Faith is a momentum. Yes. Right. Praising God continually will feed that momentum yeah. of faith. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Because praising and worshiping God is a faith act. Yeah. And right. as we are praising and as we are worshiping God, yeah. it keeps our momentum and really causes our momentum of faith to increase. Right. You can go further. Sure. Yeah. When your faith has momentum. Yeah. Yeah. With an airplane, momentum is everything. <laughs> Once it gets lifted, yeah. momentum is everything. Yeah. Well, when we're in the face of a test, momentum is everything to our faith. That we don't just have a little bit of faith flowing, a small measure of faith flowing. Because just like with a child on a bicycle, slowing down is where the risk of falling is. Keep the momentum going. Yeah. And that's what faith does for Amen. us when it's fueled Amen. by praise and worship. Amen. 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 Uh, keeping our faith moving at all times uh, through this act of praise and worship means our faith is ever ready no matter what shows sure. up. At a moment's yeah. notice, uh -huh. we're ready with our faith. That's, right. That's a safe place. Yeah. Yeah. That is a safe, Amen. safe place. Amen. Well, we are so thrilled and honored to get yeah. to bring to you these yeah. messages Amen. of the word that we get, to, we get to share with yes. you. The only reason that we're able to be with you is because Kenneth Copeland Ministries has been so generous yes. to us to invite us yes. onto the Victory Channel. And I tell you, it's one of the highlights of our life yeah. to get to do this. It is a complete yeah. joy yeah. and it, it energizes us. Yeah. We get so thrilled to get to share the word with yeah. you. And yeah. Kenneth Copeland Ministries does not charge us one penny or any of those mm. on, the, on this network. They don't charge any of us any airtime. They cover the cost themselves, which is it's so impressive of what the choice of their faith has done. Amen. And I tell you this, uh, the gratitude that I have for that Amen. is unspeakable. Yes. We're a partner. Most of our congregation Amen. is partners with yeah. Kinnacopa Ministries because the, the message is so yeah. valuable. Amen. We've got to keep the message yeah. going. Yes, Lives are saved, rescued, yes. set on course, yes. minds Amen. restored, yes. bodies healed, marriages yes. put back together. It's life and death what we're hearing yes. on this network. Yes. And so uh, I, I ask you that if you're not already a partner with Kinnacopa Ministries, mm -hmm. Pray about becoming yes. a partner. Yes. And uh, when, you, when you choose to become a partner with Kenneth Copeland Ministries, mm -hmm. you can easily do that by going to kcm.org and signing up. I tell you what, such a blessing to your life. We've been teaching out of this book, Worship, and we invite you to get your copy. Go to deframeministries.org and we'll get that to you. And until next time, remember this, Jesus is the healer. God bless you. 
To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org. Nancy Dufresne's book, Daily Healing Bread from God's Table, contains daily portions of healing bread for you to feast on and meditate on in your thought life throughout the day. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.